welcome to the With the Will podcast. We're here to entertain, inform a bit while talking about Digimon. I'm Mark. I run With the Will and produce Digimon on Blu-ray. I'm A.R. Palver, possibly thinking we're done with Chapter 1. I'm DevHugh, and are you sure? No. Yeah, yes, that is the most exciting part. Chapter 1 is done. And, weird, is. Okay. and weirdly, after... Let's just jump right into it. After 18 segments... It ends at a place that 100% does not feel like a chapter ending. Oh, no, it absolutely feels like a chapter ending. No, that it felt re- like a. That was very much a chapter ending. I'm like, that, I got to the end of 18. See, I'm see, like, that better be it. See, it may not feel like a chapter ending to me because I think this was the worst segment just as far as trying to read and get any enjoyment out of it. It felt like the intermission of a musical. So. It's like, oh my so, fucking God, shut the fuck like, up about your. So, like, I'm imagining everyone singing one day more from Les Mis. So, just so, like zipping back and forth between so first, all the different participants going, okay, here's their deal. First, let's jump back to 17, which is sure. a very, very quick fight. And then Sask- Satsuki's very upset that Numamon got hit. And this is always like the weird, there's always a character who does this who's like, jumps into a fight and actually gets upset when they get hit. You made me bleed my own blood. <laughs> and they'll die when they that are killed. It was such a disappointing fight, too. There was like, no fight functionally. It was just. Uh, I think okay, it was. I think, well, it was one, I think it was one attack. It was. It yeah. was a one shot. Like that's not at all how like, you handle I used that. Flamethrower. And yeah, then, and like, then, give it an actual, like, deuce, like, we have the final, this is the big evolution, this is the climax of the chapter, and they just one-shot, uh, that's the end of it, done. Oh, one, that was One-shotting a, a Numamon, and then she almost literally went off going, I'll get you next time, Gadget. Yeah, it's like, okay, one-shot and Team Rocket's <laughs> blasting and, off again. And here's what's odd to me, there's actually interesting stuff in something like the Digi-Police recognize Lugermon. yeah. Yeah. Um like there's they detail they give us some details of Lugermon, especially with stuff like everyone around the castle area is happy that Lugermon's there which does which gives us information about him. It's suggesting that he, they keep suggesting that he's like this evil thing that fell off. Everyone seems to love him. Also, also Lugerman gradually getting memories back as the level goes. It's super cheap, but kind of effective. Yes. In a video game kind of way. It's also very cheap in that in a story structure like this, we could be four months away from perfect. Just with the way things are structured. Four months. It's the end of chapter two. (laughs) And then because... Doraemon's watching up above and like, man, I, I don't need any of the watching up above after Ghost Game, honestly. And 2020. 2020, no, 2020 didn't quite do the, this type of watching from above. didn't do that nearly as much, no. No, we're specifically talking about the, the Digimon's mysteriously watching, and then it's meant to be important, and also it's Doraemon. And he's and also And, and Ryudamon's in it, too. Like, oh, that's a bad feeling. Yeah. And as for 18, 18's, I think, the worst chapter segment yet. It spends a bunch of time giving us exposition on the Digi-Police when out of 18 segments, out of the 17 before this, they're a focus of like three, four, five of them. It's like, we already know about the Digi-Police. It's a, it's, it's a recap chapter. Like no, I said, this no, no, is... No, 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 but, is, but, it's, but is... it's not recap, though. It's exposition, like saying, there's no legal thing, which means they're not actually police to some degree. They're, none of this is... They basically go, none of this is technically crimes. They, some, someone's just decided to make a Digi-Police squad. Like, they're part of the police there's department, a, but... But they're but they're what the they're, digital they're the digital world mall cops. But what they're investigating, <laughs> but what they're investigating by the exposition is not technically crimes. Like there are definitely crimes being done with Digimon, but like there's no crimes this technically being done in the digital world that have that are yeah. The real world. They're not entirely sure anything illegal is actually happening in they, all this. Yeah, and then it's, it starts. I. God, now I need I need Satsuki on a segue like Paul dressed like Paul Blart. Yes. <laughs> and then we see the squad. Let me squ- go through this fan art to see if someone did that. Then we get the squad leader, and then we get like her being upset about Numamon still. 
And then, like, they actually follow up on him giving the name, which is, like, goes back to him, like, kind of... It's it's very it's it's almost it's almost meta. It's like is he stupid or is he being really shrewd? <laughs> like no, he's just stupid. And then they're like, "Aha, he has a linker." And then they stop to go, "The Digimon linker. It's the latest model doc made by a- You do not we do not need that type of stopping exposition." It's, and the best part is apparently it's just what you need is two cops turning their conversation and into a toy commercial. The best part is is when they give us this dialogue which is too much and then they stop to go Yulin's Digimon speaks in a dramatic tone. And then it stops to go, it's Ryudamon. But like this is where like you need a photo of Ryudamon. Because they ha- they use like a little chapter inset to explain that this is Ryudamon. Le- they give the level, the type and everything. This is where you yeah. like need a photo of Ryudamon. It said the photo is like down. The photo is after an entire other chapter, and they stop to be like, hmm, the forehead. It's the same thing. And then it stops to give us a photo where you can't actually see the forehead thing. Yeah. It, like, the art would make perfect sense if it was up where they introduced Ryudamon. But they put it down when they explained that he has some connection to Lugamon, clearly. But they don't show us the thing that they've just described. Yep. And then they stop and they show... Ta- they talk about the tower apartments and it's like, oh man, I really don't care about any of this because it's just stretching out exposition in a way that I just did not find interesting at all. And hey, look, it's Pulse. Mm. Yeah, that was Pulse very Man. much that was very much falling action tying to a okay, this is the stopping point. My my, fa- my favorite part is um, a week ago, Onke looking through all the documentation we had on Seekers. And the one thing where it said chapter one, maybe X words. And she mapped out what that means. And I go, oh, there's no way in fuck this is happening. I know they said it and that's accurate, but someone clearly misspoke because there's no way in hell. Did you see where she posted about that? I did not know. Not at all. It had to do with like before Seekers started, when they talked about how long chapter one was going to be and they gave the word count. And that was like, we were only up to like 55% of that length. And I said, someone misspoke. There was no way in hell they have another three months of chapter one. It's not possible. And now we'll be on to chapter two. And I'm going to... Well, there's a few different things that I feel like need to be mentioned. The first is, do you think next weekend we get another video? I, I need another video. I need that dubbing so badly. And then we have a problem. You know how they've been posting the wrong time? Yeah, constantly. Have they? Yeah. Oh, they've been saying it's going to be 7 a.m. Pacific, 10 a.m. Eastern. I, you, you need to understand, I didn't read 17 until an hour ago. They've been off by an hour because they clearly did the calculations before the change for daylight savings time. It doesn't and, matter. Oh, no, it does matter because now they're listing an entirely different wrong time. And the problem is, is the mistake means I don't know what time it's going to fucking be at. Do you know why? Now it says 7 p.m. and 10 p.m. So does that mean 8 a.m.? Does that mean 7 p.m.? Or does that mean 8 p.m.? That means I'll read it an hour before the podcast, no matter what. And it still won't Same. be interesting. Oh, I read it yesterday. And I my honest reaction was, I think this is as bad as this story has been. This is very unfulfilling for a chapter ending. It is a... It it's is, again, it, it would work better if it was all together. Yeah. Yeah, I suffered through it, like, during a five-minute break at work. And that's also part of it, is that I read 17 and 18 back-to-back, so I'm like, I'm I'm fine with it. But if it was 18, if that was 18 all on its own, yeah, that's probably really annoying. Yeah. Uh, then we got two more batches of Seekers fan art, and then, God bless I, I did. I must, I must call out the one that's, um... That's Eiji and Satsuki in the uh, Digifest outfits. That, I like that one. I missed that one. I'm going to pull up the was... page and look. One second. Oh. That was some nice synergy going on there. Oh, that is nice. Oh, I know. Uh, VF Co., I know him. They, they do a lot of good fan art. I'm pretty sure they're protesting because they've been thrown out of Digifest. <laughs> and sh- sh- and shouldn't, shouldn't <laughs> Numamon be there? 
And then maybe Newmon's the only one that was allowed to stay. Newmon can stay. And then we get to go to the weirdest news of the week. Earlier today, Premium Bandai put up new vital bracelet products that we've never gotten outside of Japan. And it's stuff from like a year ago. Or, well, half a year ago, about. So we get the two EX3 Frontier Dim sets as a single set for $60, which those are not available anymore, and those are good prices. If you miss them, get order them right now. They're not pre-orders. They have them. They're shipping. And then the weirder one, the Holstern V3 set. So it has the Espimon and Ryudamon Dim set. And the green dim card holster with the Primeval Warriors. And that one a lot of people missed up because they closed pre-orders early in Japan. And that is 40. I saw so many messages from people going, I'm getting that. Because a lot of people missed the Primeval because they closed it like four days early, I think. So, yeah. I remember it was early, but I just don't remember exactly. Yeah. It, I just know there was a lot of people waiting going... I'm going to see if any other pre-orders show up and I'll get it the last couple of days. And then pre-orders just closed. And it was like, oh, I have all the dims except this one now. So that one's probably never showing up again. I would get it. Especially since I think the retail for the um, SP Mon Ryudamon, wasn't that basically 20 bucks? I think. So 20 for that and 20 for the other one's actually not that bad. I just like all the people like going, Stingmon gets a dim. I don't understand why, but I want the Stingmon dim. It's, yeah, it was more relevant when it came out because it had interesting synergy with the promo one. From when Wait, the you're, saying, was... you're saying Stingmon doesn't have synergy with Ryudamon and Espimon? They're all practically from the same series. Hey, there's definitely synergy. If you look, Espimon and Stingmon are both looking in the same direction. And Ryudamon's there, too. And and the Espimon logo would make... If if I were at Bandai, I would not use that logo for Espimon. I mean, if I were Bandai, I wouldn't use Espimon, but... I mean in the sense of that clearly a lawyer had to look at this. I would not want that shape on anything related to a rodent. Disney has many lawyers. I would not want a round shape with two round shapes on top of it. If you make pan, yep. if you make pancakes at home with that shape, a lawyer might just appear. E S P I M O N. But yeah, I, I, out of these, the one that I think is going to vanish first is going to be the dim and holster set because I know plenty of people who wanted that and missed it. And then you also have to get the Espimon and Ryudamon dim with it. Uh. And, and then this is the best news of the week because I got we all got to see people acting stupid. My personal favorite comment was this happened and bullying companies works. No, it doesn't. Oh god, we, no. We knew we <laughs> this, this was the plan the whole this time. Was, this was not only yeah. the plan, they told us. Within, they told us the same fucking day that it was there was going to be news later in the year about it coming to more yeah. places. The only difference yeah. is, this, I don't think we called Maybe. Hulu being the one. Is the only difference? Oh, I thought it was. I thought it was a possibility. It was a possibility. Well, I figured because I, I grabbed the other one. I kind of expected for them to do the path they've done before, where they put it on Hoopla, then they throw it on somewhere else, then it will show up on a more main one. So. July 1st, the English dub of Digimon Adventure 2020 will be on Hulu. We don't know what that means at the moment. They're calling it the complete season one. We don't know if that means the whole thing, if it's going to be in parts like it is on the Microsoft Store, or if the complete season one could be half, for all we know. The first, what was it, 40 episodes that they put on? Well, they they, they stopped at 50 on the dot, I think. 50, okay. I think they stopped, and they seemed they didn't seem to be aware if they were done with it or not. Because various the the Hulu social media stuff was like, yes, they they know they're seeing what they can do. When it would have been much easier on them to just go, yeah, that's where our license ends. That's, Sorry, that's it. Hope so, you like the Millennium on fight because that's the end. <laughs> yeah, so we will see what pops up there because Hulu lists it by. Hulu does their listings by season, not by explaining what a season is for a show. So mm-hmm. it, 
I it wouldn't be shocking if it's everything. It wouldn't be shocking if it was thirteen, and then two months later it was thirteen, and who knows? Which isn't a bad way to no dish it out anyway. Yeah, and uh, there were like three different questions about it. I didn't put them in questions because it was relevant to talk about. We have we've made no discussion about how we would cover this if at all. Sir, about what the dub. Oh, you think I'm watching the whole thing again? Oh, I think no. I'm pretty sure you can be forced to do it. Blackmail. We have. We just have to figure I mean, out. You have a small child who would probably watch it. That's so. actually you're probably right about that. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah, I would. We, it is not going to be episode by episode. We're talking about episode X. It, it, no, someone. I, I would imagine something like maybe every month or so we would do. Hey, we were able to watch. X number of episodes. Here are our thoughts on the dub. We're not talking about yeah. episode. By yeah, episode. I mean, AJ AJ Beckles actually tweeted um tweeted a scene from uh one of the earlier episodes that because with uh, the it was basically the one good Matt and Ty scene, and I watched it. It's like it was that was pretty strong. It was very good. Oh no, the the the, the dub is strong. Yeah, there are some odd choices overall, but is very strong and also shows. More so than the cast, that the production methods have gotten better than, say, Try, where they were clearly rushed. Yeah, like, uh, I watched that scene, and oh, I watched that scene, and like, oh, man, I could watch more of this. And then I remembered that is as good as the Matt Ty dynamic gets in that series. Yeah. So we will see what pops up. Um, from what I have seen, there are some places where uh, quality control clearly had issue, where there's just names misspelled on screen in the new titling. And it's like, there's not actually that much titling to add, so someone should have checked that. There, uh, is it instead of Gabumon all over the place, it's Gabumon all over the place? It's, it was, um, I think the example I saw was, I think Metal Tyranomon was like, Metal Tyroroanamon. It was something like where letters repeated, and like whoever read it, like their brain skipped reading it, which does happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Hulu makes it much easier to watch, a thousand times easier to watch, frankly. Uh, but yeah, and we will see what else comes up with this. I'm just trying to think at this point. Would I expect it to show up anywhere other than Hulu? And at this point, I'm not actually sure, to be honest. Once you hit Hulu, it's pretty It's yeah, it's pretty accessible. Yeah, it's not like you expect it to go, this is going to be on Hulu and Netflix. No. Hulu and Crunchyroll is a possibility, but I feel like if Crunchyroll were going to get it, they would have already had it. Yeah, definitely. So yeah. But yeah, that should make it easier. And talk about, like... Stuff popping up again. This popped up in the middle of the fucking night, and at first I'm like, what the f-? At first I thought they were doing new boxes. And it's like, okay, no, I know what this is. These are, they're doing price down Blu-ray re-releases, basically to line up with the new movie, and doing everything they can that is not, every box that has not gotten a re-release so far, and a few that have. Uh, the prices actually are pretty decent for Japanese Blu-rays, they come out to about 160 a box, which consider which these were like five, six hundred when they came out originally. Yeah, that's true. So uh, September's Adventure, November's O2, January's Tamers, March is Frontier. The timing is actually, I think, perfect. The O2 movie is in October. Yeah, that's the these- per- that's the perfect sit. That's the perfect lining up of shit that we like to see. Do these include all the uh, extra stuff like the audios? The discs are the, the the discs are the same. The audios dramas were separate CDs that were only with the first printing. Okay, that's a shame. These are the Blu-rays. Well, the that's Blu- for the Tamers one. The, the Blu-rays are identical. Well, no, there's technically one of these sets is identical for one reason. The O2 set came out in the middle of try when they didn't do an audio drama because they weren't sure what they could actually do. And right. then O2 got an audio drama with Kazuna instead. Yes. Um, the price is good if, for anyone who wants to import them. There are some interesting perks. I'll say stupid perks, but interesting. The first is, if you pre-order all four at the same time, you oh will get a God. box that holds... Hey, I, lo- I considered it. And then I'm sitting there looking, I'm like, well, one, I just worked on Adventure subtitled. 
am I really going to spend X to import it? Probably not. And I'm looking at some of the others and going, I could. And also going, but also I'd probably prefer to have the money. And also two of these sets, if I look to the left, are sitting right there. <laughs> yeah. It's like you, don't you already have these? Yes. Several times. Dev, shall we get into your collecting habits? I mean, I have one bonk of my bed for plushies, and the bottom also for plushies, and a little spot for me to sleep. Yeah. Where do oh. the dogs sleep? Also on me. Oh, yeah. Okay. D- discount Blu-rays with, d- with different packaging? I seriously stared, and I was like, okay, I'm going to get it. And it's like, oh, wait, Amazon has a poster. I will order from Amazon. I go to Amazon, and it's one of those items that wallets a pre-order. It won't let you order it out of Japan. I'm like... Well, now I don't know if I want it, because this requires extra effort on my part if I want the poster, or not getting the poster and paying the same price. So, if you order the four set from Amazon, you get a fancy cloth poster, and animate, If you for each set you buy, you get a can badge set with unknown art. Woohoo, can badges. It's what we live for. Can badges and horrible drinks that don't make any sense. So Yes, you pay $700 for a couple of can badges, right? So, interestingly, just because, you know, whenever there's stuff like this, I have to, like, mentally figure out where we are with Blu-rays for the shows. Adventure in 02, this is the third Blu-ray box for each. Tamers and Frontier, it's the second. Try has gotten four Blu-rays so far. Kazuna got, has gotten two. Savers and Crosswords have gotten nothing. Atmon, Atmon ha- does not have Blu-rays. 2020 has Blu-rays. Ghost Game has nothing. And I feel like I've forgotten a show somewhere in there. I mean, are we talk- uh, what are the what's the status of the movies? Did that ever get a Blu-ray or was that just a DVD? Uh, okay, that- so the mo- so the movies, uh, the seven original plus savers came out in a box, and then those later got uh, double packs with the same discs. Is that like, Blu-ray or DVD, though? Blu-ray. The, Blu-ray, okay. The DVD... Uh, I've generally... at DVDs, they each got DVDs when they were reasonably new. And then the first seven they re-released like two or three years ago basically as one final printing of the original because I think licenses for some extras were expiring, so they did one more printing. Because they... Yeah, just like, just get what we can. Yeah, basically... The, basically we weren't able to include these extras on the Blu-ray. We're not going to be able to include them again. We can do one more printing of the DVDs. Go get them. And that was the adventure through the Frontier movie. So, and, and the singles are pretty um, cheap. You can get them for like 20 or 30. So it's like under 100 to get all the adventure through Savers movies. Is there any movies not on Blu-ray? Uh even the two theater park shorts have gotten a Blu-ray. Yeah, I was like, I was gonna mention, yeah. I was gonna bring those up. Yeah, if you bought, are. if you bought the movie box when it first came out, it included a bonus Blu-ray with both of them natively re-rendered in 1080p and properly formatted for native 3D. If you had the equipment, dang, like it, like not the red and blue glasses. Like if you had the proper fancy 3D equipment from 10 years ago. It was properly done on the disc for that or 2D. For both oh, the I, 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 I know, I know what, needs a, what needs a Blu-ray release is X-Evolution. X-Evolution is the only thing that has not gotten... I don't want to say not anything, because it's not like, say, Atmo, like Atmon, Hunter, Cross Wars, Hunters, Savers are still waiting for Blu-rays. But yes, X-Evolution is not... That one may have a more logistical issue in that... It uh, looks like garbage. Well, no. The actual issue is, is um, we don't know if Toei like went and got the assets before Imagine closed down. Oh. If they didn't go and get the assets, then the 480 masters are all that there is. Oh God. And like that would be a shame. And like think about like for example, Toy Story One. Toy Story One was, as I recall, sub 720p in theaters. It was printed to film. It looked nice. But they still had all the assets, so they re-rendered it at 1080p for Blu-ray. So it's the same movie, yeah. but it looks better. Yeah, yeah. That may not be an option for X Evolution. And oh, it, look how long it took us to get just like a decent copy of the poster. <laughs> yeah, that's 
That is one of the weird ones, is them just throwing up that poster. I just, I find it weird to believe that there there is the possibility of a decently rendered version of X-Evolution in existence and Toei has not done anything with it. Well, no, 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 no. What I'm saying is, is if they didn't go and get the assets, there's nothing to even re-render to make that happen. That's what I mean. Like, if they don't have those already, yeah, there's I, there's nothing. I find to it hard to believe. I don't think they ever would. Well, no. If the assets are gone, there's nothing to yeah, make. I that think happen. that's what I mean. Is I I think oh, okay, I, okay. my assumption is over from the beginning. Yeah, yeah no, my assumption. Yeah, my assumption is they must be gone because if they had them, I feel like they would have done something with them by now. I don't know. Like, here's the thing: the movie Blu-rays. Some of those Blu-rays. You clearly use the same masters they use for the DVDs. Like, movie four, uh, the DVD suffered from a very specific video oddity called Gateweave that has to do with when a machine is not, like, clamped down properly, where you can actually see the film, like, moving. Ah, so that's what that's called. The, bo- the bottom right corner of movie four, you can see, like, it's mm-hmm. not lined up, so you can almost see it moving in and out. Yeah, the Blu-ray yeah. has Gateweave in the exact same spot. It's like they tried to fix it digitally but couldn't. And it's like I'm pretty sure this is the same film scan that was used for the DVD at the time. It would have been 15 years before. So, and like movies one and two had new film scans, so they ha- clearly had. In fact, movie two's in theaters in Japan this week, I think. I think there's some small theater talk about how they had a 35-millimeter print and they were showing it. Yeah, so that that's enough on re-release Blu-ray boxes. We will... S- I'm, wait, I'm waiting to see what the covers look like. Because these could be new art. These could literally just be the posters they're showing in the promo image. That would be kind of disappointing, considering the uh, art the uh, old the original Blu-rays got. Yeah, and also the, the that re-release box of Adventure in O2 where the one was, um, it was like Koromon watching Tai Chi fly into the digital world, and then the other side was uh, Ch- Chibimon and Daisuke running on the beach. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I remember that. That was pretty. And then it is time for Card Cardpocalypse. So, oh, boy. Okay, yeah, there's been a lot. Okay, so first up, we get this nice, artsy, stylized image of Mon Zeman killing things. Yay! Great art. Yay. Then Platinum Numamon. I don't know what He's to say. Platinum uh, Numamon. So weirdly, a lot of people took this art as being a reference to the tri uh, parody po- April Fool's Day posters, where instead of the Digivices, um, the various Digimon had the colored poops. Yeah, I'm, I, I, I I'm not. I'm, that's I'm a, not. That's a stretch. Yeah, it is. But I saw a number of people go, "That's weird that they did that." It's like I don't. I think that's I agree stuff. that's a reference, but I can at least understand the logic. Uh, then Unimon, which is nice. I think the high point of Unimon is the weirdly cute Patamon in the back. Yes, for yes, sure. Yes, I love him. Um, Marine Devamon. Marine Devamon, I have an issue. It has a weird, stretchy face. Oh, it does. Uh, Marine Angemon. So uh, Marine... Marine Devimon, though, I mean, that's not too far away from his regular face. It's one of those where Marine Devimon is best never looking yeah. at his face. And then to begin Marine Angemon is weird because something about his face does not look right. It's almost that's like the, that's the I think I I'm I want to see that without the sample on but it. But even still, like thing. if you look at the mouth, it almost looks like a texture placed on it. I mean, oh, it could, I see what I see where you're coming from. But I, yeah, I, you want to see without the I sample. Yeah, get rid of that M. Um, and then Gigi Mon gets the most action-packed art Gigi Mon could ever get. Um, oh, so many shadows! Yeah. And wow! Then, wow! And then yeah. we get, we got the TK Palooza. So we got the Tamer card of Takru, which again, where they're changing the detailing from the 2020 oh. art in a way that really works well. I think. Mm-hmm. Then we get great art of Angemon battling Devimon. Uh, then we get Heaven's Knuckle. I love how the I love when they do the art, and you can specifically tell that they're purposely coloring it like American comics. Yep. And then Seraphimon just looks cool. Like this is much more dynamic than Seraphimon, whose main thing is standing around. Yeah, doing stuff. 
Then, then we get Fangmon with the most dynamic art of Fangmon ever. Fangmon is one. Yeah, Fangmon. You don't like normally think of running. You think of him kind of standing there, and maybe he'll walk a few steps. I just appreciate him showing it with his that mouth open. Yeah. Uh, and then So Lugermon, which I have to be honest, when I first saw the image, you know, like small thumbnail in Twitter before I open it up, I'm like, where Gurumon doesn't look right in this art. And it's like, oh, that's not that's not that's not where Gurumon. That's a new Digimon. That's a, although I'm making that's error. a different that's a different Gurumon although, variant. Uh, so nice. No, art. you fool. That's a metal Gurumon. Okay, that, it's the it's the bastard child of where Gurumon and Flame Dramon. Nice. Uh, it's nice art, but I feel like <laughs> but I feel like it continues the uh, theme. These, it continues. fuses are getting more and more confusing. It continues the theme of the Lugamon family. Feels like. The whole thing with Seekers where it's, like, trying to be too cool, so it kind of is a bit weak. Let's give Garumon flame decals. That'll it, be awesome. It's it's where Garumon with flame decals and armor, and also he has a lance, and also flame shoots out of his this glove. Is, this is the Digimon you get if Daisuke had adored Yamato instead of Taichi. Yes. <laughs> um... And then uh, Fenrir Lugamon, which we saw before, but again, it falls into that vein of this is trying to be a bit too cool. It's a mighty wolf, and he has armor, and blue flames are shooting out of him. I can't tell. He's supposed to be like bipedal or quadrupedal. Uh, quad. Okay, it's a little hard to tell. We're, we're, we're looking at his front at his front legs. Uh, okay. Yeah, but yes, I understand what you mean. The pose almost just makes it look like he's giant and putting his art hands down, sort of like um, at in Marvel versus Capcom when you're fighting Apocalypse. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It, it's four legs, but it does fall into that weird vein of they're trying to do a bit too much, and then Gazimon just gets great art, and okay, people so are that. trying to steal his food. Okay, basically that's just me and every creature I live with. And then, hey, look at that. Ed- Edamon gets, like, the coolest card ever. The colors are amazing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then next... My eyes hurt so much looking at it. And then we get the D- we finally get to see High Commandramon. And the weird thing is, I can't 100% tell if this is actually meant to be that giant Digimon on the poster, because this doesn't really look giant, does it? No. It just looks I mean, like Greymon, but you kind of yeah. cut his back the, horns the, off. The custom-built police shield doesn't help with scale. Yeah. Like, um, everything... I assume everything's supposed to be gigantic, it, otherwise that's just a very small It's not as Greymon. It's not as cool as it appears on the poster, where you get the idea of it being like this giant, hulking, like, mm-hmm. like military-themed metal Greymon. It's, it's like, oh, it's just Greymon, and he has some military gear, and yeah... Yeah, he looks person-sized in that. Yeah. Uh, then Cargo Jermon, the hero of all, gets great art. Yes. Best. And then, Best boy. And then to further confuse people, Brigga Jermon, which is a military-themed War Greymon that really looks like War Greymon would just beat the piss out of this guy. <laughs> it, 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 it's it's no, it's like it's like I'm War Greymon, but also I have an uglier helmet. But also to fly, I need Vernier boosters, and also I need a gun. But War Greymon just throws giant fireballs and shit, so I don't like. It's cool from like a perspective of okay, it's another military Digimon. But like when you think about like the various versions and other versions of War Greymon. This kind of comes across as one that would just get beaten up on. Yeah. <laughs> get lunch money stolen. It's it's somebody that looks cool. It just it looks cool in order to make War Greymon look cooler. Also, even weirder, and I didn't notice this at first. So he has that big Vernier backpack, right? But yes. he but he appears to be flying from boosters from his shoes. Yes. Okay. Hmm. It, I did not notice the the foot boosters at first, and then I was looking at this, and I'm like, you know, I'm mocking the big backpack thing which despite that's, being that's, the, that's that's just air conditioning yeah this is one where to properly judge design we need it without the sample because that covers up stuff i don't know we're doing a pretty good job judging for now he's the one who who gets invited to the war Greymon reunion party but they all tell him a half hour later so he doesn't get any of the good stuff 
and uh, you know he's gonna sh- and you know he's gonna show up in seekers too that's the worst part and they're gonna try to make him look really cool no they're not they're no fit. no gonna, no oh, i didn't no, think they were gonna succeed no no they're not gonna make him look cool here's what's gonna happen they're gonna be like we have a secret weapon and then they're gonna be like in walks a giant digimon who looks like war Greymon, and he's wearing crocs and, and then he gets one shotted. And they're gonna and, and, they're, and, 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 and takes him out yeah. one shot. Uh, th- then we get Okuamon. Great coloring, as this artist always does, just like on the Edmond card. Uh, then we get Greymon and Megaflame. So Megaflame's like a nice anime plus style image. And for Greymon, I think what Kenji Watanabe's done is I think it's the profile art from a different angle. Like he has the foot up and everything. Okay. Hmm. I thought you were just like roundhouse kicking someone. <laughs> well, to be fair, that, to be fair, that could be the. And then we got the best art on the planet: new art of Old Man Jedi, or a tamer kind okay. of. I want to. I want to see him in a Gigimon style pose. <laughs> oh <laughs> after my the, god! After the Gigimon card, this is disappointing. Let's see him some action, Genai. And then we get a new tamer card of Tai Chi, which really good art on this one, honestly. At the at the very least, have a marching fishes beat the crap out of him. Uh, then Kenji Watanabe doing new art of War Greymon, which again looks amazing. And then we move on to parallel cards. So parallel card of Agumon. It also shows Cormon. We get the nice shadow of Greymon. I love that one. Yeah, great. Uh, then we get Metal Greymon, which I. Think that is that his profile art from a different angle? Uh, no, I don't think so. Is, no. Okay, for some reason I thought it was. Uh, and then the parallel card for Taichi I think is actually amazing. Yeah, it's new art that's... of Taichi no Agumon. We get the activated Digivice. We get the crest. That's great. And then the VIP of the two weeks, the parallel art of Gomamon. Him, marching fishes leaping out. Also Rukamon's there. It's just amazing. And the then, new Echo the Dolphin looking great. <laughs> and then Zudom- <laughs> So Zudomon Ace is weird. It's very interesting dynamic because of his attacks. It gives a weird almost action figure vibe to it. Like the textures feel a bit off. Like it all kind of has a plastic sheen to it, sort of. Oh yeah, especially on the shell. Yeah. Uh, Joe, parallel card. Again, just a mate. Fantastic. And it's weird. It's always weird. Like we did not get so much of this falling cloud vibe more than ten years ago, and it shows up a lot now. Um, then the third anniversary survey. We've seen these before, but we have better images of them now. Nice art on all of them, honestly. I think the one I like the most is probably. I don't know. Maybe the um, the Skull Nightmon. Maybe I'm a little partial to the Morphomon, but that's just because it kind of yeah. The Morphomon looks really, like around yeah. the houses. It really catches your attention. I do like the Skull Nightmon though. Yeah, it, I think that's the winner for me. No, it, they all look really nice. Um, and then Card Battle had two episodes preview showing off, you know, battles with the new stuff. They gave us a better look at the Royal Knights Purge parallel card that will be given away at events. I really d- do like when they do the occasional like throwback card it's i the only time it did not work was when they did the um the first ex booster it's like the backgrounds weren't there it was just card after card after card of profile art yeah i i would like to see more ones use you you redo cards that had old unique art like do the vmon that aim drew Oh yes. Most people don't even this. most people don't even know that in the original card game I Maeda did a did art for a Vimon card. And it is the most delightfully insane thing ever. <laughs> I know Dev knows the card. AR, have you ever seen that card? I'm trying to pull it up right now, actually. Oh wait, 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 wait. Uh here it is. I will put that here and also put that in the chat. Just look at it. <laughs> she did such a good job. He's having so much fun. Yeah. Yeah, and it's weird because you would think AIM would draw, like, Palmon for it, but instead it's a bit odd that it's uh, Vimon. That was for Ultimate Battle Deck 4. Why did that exist? That was in 2002. I don't know why AIM would have been invited to draw a Vimon for 2002. Maybe she just kind of, like drew something and then just left it in Probably. the studio somewhere and they're just like, oh, okay, <laughs> we're just using this now. It's possible. And then 
Um, they they start giving away like a manual with card instructions at various card shops. The cover is the new art that they did for the third anniversary, and they also showed off a standee with it. And I mm. see. I guess the standee is where we got that Fenrir Lugamon art ahead of time. I thought it was like a poster, but it looks like it was this. Um, and then the most important part is polls. And I also hope that AR knows he's muted and that he hasn't been trying to talk to us this whole time. Nope, I oh, wasn't. Just checking. And then for polls, we get the results of the Savers adult poll. And many people were shocked by the results that Geo Greymon only had a hair under half the vote. Yeah, that's... <laughs> yep. Although I will say this, Sunflomon did better than I expected. I would not... I did Same? not. I did not expect Sunflomon to get almost one out of every five votes. That That is not a bad result. That's a solid... That's a solid showing. I forgot if we had an over... Did, was that the one we said an over-under for, but... I, 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 don't I we we didn't give a percentage, but ba- if Sunflamon had been five percent, I would have gone. Yeah, I'm not shocked. Yeah, that's not surprising. Yeah, I expected a little closer to like seven to ten. And my personal favorite reaction to this was the person on Twitter going, "I don't know what they've done to Greymon that doesn't look right." And it was just like, "Yeah, man, you could fucking wait." Read. Seriously, somebody somebody did the Geo Greymon reaction. Yes, the. This doesn't oh, look like I, what they do to Greymon. Like they don't know it's Geo Greymon. They think that someone just drew Greymon differently. And I mean that is what Geo Greymon is, to be fair. But like to be reacting like that almost twenty years <laughs> later, it's it's Greymon, but wrong. Yeah. And then for the new poll, they don't often do polls that feel like horrible marketing, even when they are. They all are. No, they are. But I mean, like, even the ones that are more crass marketing, they, like, theme in such a way that it feels like, you know, there's effort. A little more natural. And this one is, hey, on September 30th, the ghost game prints at 7 print are going to stop. Here's a selection of them from the first half of the show. Vote for your favorite. And also go make get the prints. And the sad thing about this is, like, normally you're like, okay, yeah, you're just, it's just it's going to be a mishmash of all of them. But it's like, nope, Goth Gulus is going to win. See, I don't know, because there's such a weird variety of them, and there's multiple and gonna, of Galus. And there, is there multiple of Galus? There's, le- there's at least two of Galus in this one. There's the evolution scene, and then him looking menacingly. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Okay, so maybe those two will cancel each other out a little bit. I, I almost expect the stupidest one to win, which is the first one, which is the I'm Gamamon shot. That would uh, be... Personally, I'm kind of hoping for Goshiro uh, with the squiggles on his face. See, that's, a good, that's a good choice, yeah. That's a good one. I kind of want the left middle one to win because it's one of the few shots where I look at it and I go, oh, Ruli has personality that isn't like the weird generic personality she has for 90% of it. Like, she actually I... she actually looks disapproving slash, like, curious. But also, it's a really uninteresting shot overall. Yeah, I, it's it's not it doesn't have a chance of winning. I went with the episode 6 one, which is 6 from the top, uh, just because it's pretty much encapsulates Ghost Game in general. Hero not knowing what the hell's going on, and Gamamon not caring what's going on. To be fair, <laughs> see, when I count 6 over... My brain also says, AR, the description you just gave could also be this one to the right of it. It could also mm-hmm. be the one below yeah, it. That's what I mean. There are several that fit that description, but that one, like, that fits it the best for me. Yeah. For me, there's too many of them for me to really guess outside of, yes, I would assume it's yeah, one of the glue there's, and there's, there's just a lot of Gammon in there, so yeah. that's all, those are all going to kind of kill each other. Yeah, there's just going to be a lot of them with 5%. Yeah. And, like, the Gulus ones will probably be, like, 15. Yeah. And one of those will win. And then, uh, at the Tokyo Toy Show, Digimon Web put up a photo of the little Digimon corner from the Bandai booth showing various, you know, vital bracelet stuff. The linker. Nothing super wild, because they still haven't revealed some stuff that we know is coming, so we will see. And then what do you the- mean it's not wild? It's a linker! The linkers are the most wild things ever, according oh, to man, oh, oh, man, I would love to get a piece of rubber 
to put over and replace the current piece of rubber for the thing that I have and haven't fucking opened. Uh, then they showed a picture of the Toei Museum from a part inside where you can't take a photo of. My favorite part of this, it's like, you can't really take a photo of it, but we're going to show you. And it's from the art. It's the video wall. It shows you how to do animation. also shows OP and EDs. And we're like, okay, you can see a, the 2020 exhibit. But then they're also blanking out all the exhibits. Like, look, these photos are not detailed enough that you have to, like, do this. It's like, I see the fucking World Trigger poster. I don't watch World Trigger, and I can recognize that on the left. <laughs> that is clearly World. You are not blurring or, like... Why are you? They're just they're just blurring World Trigger to avoid offending anyone's sensibilities. Or like, why are you blurring the promo image of Dragon Quest? I've seen that image for five, for almost half a decade at this point. Why are you blurring it this stuff? It must be a surprise. Dragon Quest. What is this? I've never heard of it before. But also, like, they don't. They only blank like part of the logo. Also, it just yeah. I wonder if there's a Dragon Quest video game. I'm so fucking confused about that. Do you know why? They're doing a full fancy video game based on the anime that's coming out this fall. And I'm like, didn't this anime end like a year ago at this point? And it's like, oh, they've been making this the whole time and it's only done now. <laughs> and then the Digifest memories, they've put up a number of things about that, you know, where they're showing off the best ones. Some fun ones going back. Some of this shit I forgot existed, like the uh, the sh- the shirt based on uh, what was it? Enoki's photo of Patamon that he drew, where they actually made it into merchandise and then sold it at Digifest. That weird fucking Patamon. Uh, I've also forgotten this existed entirely. Yeah, and then. We get some neat stuff. I like when we get the weird stuff from China. So before we hit the weird stuff, we get final versions of that iPad case and the Pokemon journal. For one, the detailing on the journals, really nice. Like the I like cover. the embossing. Yeah. The iPad case itself, I don't think there's much in the way of changes for this, to be honest. If yeah, it just looks flat. Well, no, no, no. I mean, like, we saw the detail before. I think this is roughly what it is. That's what it's going to look like. And then to talk about the weird stuff. So I got sent this and here is why like people, it's come up before people go, well, why do you cover the China stuff? It's because when someone from China sends me information, they send me wiki links to also explain it because they understand there's going to be a language clash. They sent me an article about various murder mystery type games around the world, which had an entire section dedicated to ones in China. It's like, okay, and they explained the board game equivalent so I can explain what this... Because there's no photos of the game. It's just promotional images. It's promotional. It, it, I, I hope one of these characters is the murderer because that would be awesome. So, so it, so, <laughs> it's uh, like if this, is a, if this is a whodunit, I'm like, okay. okay so, the chi- is- so the Chinese equivalent is called a jubensha. It is like a scripted mystery game, often a murder mystery. There are location ones, like the ones that we would think of, you know, as mm-hmm. themed dinner ones, and also board yeah. game equivalents. This is a yes, this, yes. So this is clue, but with a more story to it. The only yeah, thing I'm so, not sure, yeah. the only thing I'm not sure of, and the person who sent it to me wasn't 100 percent sure, is if these are like characters you pick and play as, or if the idea is, is you're you grab cards that give you character traits and then you make up your character. And this is just like the, the way, art. The way a lot of these work is that this is a pick. A, this is the, you pick one of these four characters. I think, the, I think the confusion st- for the person who's explaining some of this to me is that it's specifically branded as adventure, but they're also showing it with original characters. So they're not quite sure what it is. And there's also some confusion uh, if this may already be out. So we'll see. Um, but yes, there's nothing minus the pro images and knowing it's like a murder mystery type thing. I think the goggle head did it. I'm just saying, look, if I look at, uh, I think the logical choice is it's the Sunoman. He, ha- he very clearly has a knife. Oh, it's Sunoman himself did it. Yes. Yeah. That's, just like walks up behind someone, stab, 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 and hops away. I don't have a knife. What are you talking about? There's, red on, there, there's red on it. That's not blood. 
That's cherry sauce. I was making you an ice cream sundae. Have we ever, ever seen a Tsunomon use that horn for anything productive? No. They're missing an opportunity there. I feel like in something, someone grabbed a Tsunomon and threw it from that, like a a handle. (laughs) I feel like that happened in something. It's like you're using the wrong end. Frontier would have been the spot to use it with that one episode with the Tsunomon. That would have been the time to do that. And then the Shine Greymon Marl kit is out. We have art and final images. This is gorgeous, honestly. I went to the thing. The box but art's I just great. spent too much money on my car. Yeah. Yeah. I will say this. Looking at this, it feels like in a year and a half there's going to be a premium Bandai burst mode. <laughs> Can't. You know what? I I wouldn't actually mind that. No, and that's where I think it's exactly what that should be: is do some remolding, do some fire wings, bam. We would do it in like a translucent plastic for the fire. Oh yeah, actually that's perfect. And then it's time for questions. So you guys in the chat think yours. First up was Diego. Diego mentioned that he went to play Next Order again. He forgot Gilmon had a normal voice in it, and it just made him walk away. <laughs> <laughs> not, not Steve Bloom, next. So he was wondering, what Digimon do we think would be funniest if it was with a voice that is not what matches in our head? His example would be, if they were to do more Ghost Game and Proximon showed up, and it was just the normal Gamamon voice. I I was thinking that since Bagramon is voiced by Neil Kaplan, if it was just Hawkmon's voice. I'm trying to think. Okay, I got I that's a good one. I think I got a better one though. Are you ready? So yes. imagine Digimon Adventure and it's Sora meets Biomon and it's Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> and it's just no. Gil- and, B- and, no. B- and Biomon is just Gilbert Gottfried for the entire show. It's like watching the Aladdin TV Sora, show. All I feel your love. <laughs> and then he does that. And then he does that coughing thing. You can do the ah ah. <laughs> no. <laughs> do you ever actually hear his regular talking voice? It's yes. disturbing. Yeah, it's no yeah. because that is not his. Because re- that is it's sort of like Fran Drescher. That is yeah. not her talking voice. Right, right. That is a voice. Yeah, and the the thing is, is in cases like. Gilbert Gottfried or Fran Drescher, they are so associated with their voice, they use that in their normal talking, although she doesn't anymore. He always did. And it's, yeah, yeah. and yeah, anytime you hear his normal voice, it's like, oh, this is weirdly disturbing because it feels it like is. someone has killed Gilbert Gottfried and is speaking for him. He also, well, he also has such a distinctive look to him like, it, it really, everyone knows what gilbert got like gilbert gottfried is most known for his voice but everyone knows what he looks like so hearing another voice come out of that is just bizarre yeah i still it's think long. i think they cut did they cut that voice gag from terminator 3 i think they cut that gag it was such a good gag um there did you guys see terminator 3 nope Okay. No, I've, actually, I've actually never seen a Terminator movie. Okay, so the whole setup for Terminator 3 is that it didn't actually stop at the end of movie 2, and movie 3 is actually everything happening that they were talking about in prior movies. Like, Skynet's about to be activated, and the first Terminator's being prototyped. And a deleted scene shows that they're, like, modeling the Terminator on, like, a military lieutenant, and it's Arnold Schwarzenegger. And, okay. and a general wants to be introduced to him. He does it, and they've dubbed him over. Hi, I'm I'm Lieutenant. Da, da, da. Like they've dubbed him over as with like a thick Southern voice, and mm-hmm. and the general goes, "Yeah, that works. I don't know about the voice." And a small like assistant say, "There's, don't worry, we can fix it." Dubbed over by Schwarzenegger. <laughs> and that I would have been great. And I think I think that was a deleted scene. Yeah. That is a shame. Um, but yeah, I, th- th- here's the thing: we could go stupid enough, like the Gilbert there's, Godfrey there's one. So where, many, there are yeah. so many ridiculous voices. Like now, I'm trying to find like who would be the best voice for Bobcat Goldthwait? because <laughs> that's another really distinctive voice. Agumon. I was thinking Agumon too, actually. And it's like that actually fits uncomfortable. Like that actually almost fits. Like you. No, no, work. no! I got better. I got better for him. Are you ready? Terriermon. Oh, that would be fantastic. Because he was Mr. Floppy. 
Yeah. He already played a weirdly cute bunny thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. I want Anjuman to sound like Dr. Girlfriend. <laughs> no, no. See, the problem, is, the yeah. problem is, is that voice would fit. It would. That voice fits too I well. Also th- I also think Bobcat Goldthwait as Agumon would fit, so. Yeah. I, you know, the, the challenge on this is almost ones that sound awful but would actually kind of work. Yeah. Uh, and then the next question someone said <laughs> I should note, this is one that I did not rewrite. This is exactly the question. It was just best snacking nut. Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> Gilbert Gottfried explaining why honey roasted peanuts are the best snacking nut. But yeah, I would say honey roasted peanuts. I don't eat nuts at all. For shame, uh, AR. For shame. Yeah, don't like nuts at all. Although now I ha- and I'm gonna have to go back and watch the uh, Gilbert Gottfried reads Fifty Shades of Grey. Video <laughs> next. Oh God, it's so good. Okay, so I did- remember part of that. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Ar doesn't eat nuts. Dev, do you have a f- favorite snacking nut? Uh, I don't eat them that much either. So it's usually just like regular, like salted peanuts occasionally. Okay, and then someone sent in a question. Asking about the copyright for Future Mode V-Tamer and how that happened. The answer is, is fans have ma- invented this in their heads. I know why they invented it in their heads, but this is something that fans invented. There is no weird copyright thing for Future Mode. They decided to read into something that was translated poorly and like construct a story around it. Here's roughly what happened. Um, which was, the, which is, it was Digimon Masters, I believe, right? Digimon Masters yeah. went, we're going to introduce Future Mode. And then like a week or two later, like, we were told not to for copyright reasons. What that means is they were told by the owner of the property that they licensed from not to use the character. The, somehow this is built into that uh, Tenny Abuno and uh, Hirazos, I forget his name, the writer. Uh, yeah, don't ask me. Yeah. That guy, yeah. Yeah, it somehow morphed into that they own the characters they made for V-Tamers, which doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah, right. They own they own the characters, and they don't want Digimon to use them, which doesn't make sense because huge chunks of the franchise are based around characters they invented. And they still mm. invent characters today for the franchise. Tenya Bruno has been on stage detailing stuff for product managers. We've seen this. It is probably what most often happens with this is they don't want to necessarily use characters who don't show up all that often willy-nilly. They want to wait and use them for special stuff. And that is, they were told not to use it because who actually cares about Masters, honestly? Yes. Is, is basically the answer is they don't want it to show up in a random game. I'll be honest, I stopped paying attention as soon as you said Masters. That, that's like, the universe. No way. Yeah, I'm just like, okay, but, I can take but, my But yeah, it, it is not copyright that they can't use it. It's they choose not to because they would rather it show up and be special. It, but it's, yeah, it's not going to be just like this random ass blast mode for this game yeah. that no one yeah. really cares that much right. about. Yeah. Save, your, save it for something good. Uh, does someone want to know who is our favorite and or the best Muppet? Oh, that's a hard, such See, a hard question. I feel like the trifecta for me that I always think of is the obvious one is Kermit. Yeah, I was. I didn't want to say Kermit. I didn't want to say Kermit, but the more I think about for, it, like coming back to the Muppets recently, I'm like I relate to Kermit so hard more Kermit's, than anyone else. For for me, if I think about it, it comes out down to Kermit, Gonzo, and Rolf. Oh, I do like Rolf. I didn't think about Rolf at first. Growing up, it was definitely Gonzo and Animal and yeah. um, Swedish Chef. But yeah, growing up, it's like, oh, Kermit. Well, Rolf also, was, Kermit was always a favorite. Well, the of other mine. one with Rolf is there was a huge chunk of our life where Rolf was kind of soft retired because they didn't want anyone other than Jim Henson to play him. Yep, I remember that. Where where Rolf would like be in stuff, but he wouldn't talk. Mm-hmm. So there's a huge chunk where. And at some point they went, no, nah, the whole thing is Jim Henson loved Rolf. He would want Rolf to be in stuff. Rolf was like the second, wasn't it? After Kermit? I think like he for was, Muppets I, that No, I think Muppets he was the that, first. Like, continued on. I think he was the did, first. Did Rolf, did Rolf come before Kermit? I think, I, I think it was like a dog like, puppet. Talking, okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm talking like, because I'm going back to like Salmon Friends, even. 
Rolf the dog. I forgot if I forgot if Rolf. Oh, I think Rolf was funny. oh, there you go. Rolf was the okay. Rolf was the first Muppet to appear regularly on television. Okay. It does not clarify him as being the first. The first was I think the first was that sock that was the original version of Kermit. I assume. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, that wasn't the. Yeah, and in, and in fact, and in fact, then. on that page, it actually details the uh, the performers for Rolf. It mm-hmm. shows. 1962 through 1990, Jim Henson, and then the next entry is 1996. Wow, that's a longer gap than I thought it was. And it doesn't clarify how huh. much he's even talked since then, which I don't believe. It's not a lot. It looks like the first time he may have talked would have been Treasure Island or Muppets Tonight. But like hmm. I sit there thinking, I'm like, wow, I guess he doesn't talk in Christmas Carol. You kind of just think of all the Muppets kind of being there. Yeah, no, he, he just plays the piano in the Fuzzy yeah. Wig scene, I believe. Yeah. Oh, now I'm going to have to go back and, like, when did, how much of Rolf have we seen? Huh. But, yeah, uh, yeah, for me, I'd say that's the trifecta. Although, I admit, I always like seeing, like, Rizzo or Pepe. Yeah, I've I've come around on Rizzo over the years, for sure. Christmas Carol was a revelation for Rizzo yeah. for me. <laughs> I still think that that Halloween special they did like a year or two ago was really fucking good. I don't think I watched that one. I have definitely not seen that one. I have a, I have a few gaps in my Muppets, for sure. Although, you know who I like who like, never pops up as a favorite because it's just so ludicrous is Sam Eagle? Oh, oh I, I like love Sam Oh, Eagle. everyone likes Sam Eagle. He is, but I, like... Is he, really that, is he really that rare? I thought he showed up. No, no, enough. no, 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 no. I don't think the question was... The question didn't mention rarity, did it? It was just who's our favorite no, and or the best. Although I think the easiest answer is Stotler and Waldorf. I mean, the, <laughs> we could honestly, for favorite Muppets, we could just name all of them. Yeah. And I, I would be totally okay with spending the next 45 minutes naming all of them because they all deserve it. That's that's true. Especially the ones who don't get enough credit, honestly. Like, right, I, like, I, like I said, being said being bunny. I'm like, oh, finally. Someone. Like, like, like I liked when they did like um, when they did Muppets Tonight, and they had a new host who repl- who like Kermit was doing more was stuff. That, um, Clifford was that Clifford? Yeah. yeah, I liked Clifford. Clifford was neat. I liked Clifford. I did not watch enough Muppets to remember who that is. Uh he was mainly was, his main thing was Muppets Tonight. That's where like they were doing the Muppet Show again, but they were updating because it was going to be prime time, and Kermit was doing more behind the scenes stuff. So Clifford was the host. Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I like I liked I liked Clifford. Yeah, Clifford was good. Uh, who else? See, I'm trying to think of like the ones who got like, oh, Sweetums. Yeah. God, like I, I said, we could just keep going. Yeah, yeah, like, it, there's it, so many. Yeah, it's weird. Like, there's almost no bad Muppets, and even the bad Muppets are endearing, right? Like, I'm sitting here and I'm trying to go. Who is a bad Muppet? Think of a bad Muppet, right? I mean, I still have like a um, nightshirt from the early '90s that says like Pigtoria's Secret" and it has P- Miss Piggy on it. Was Cl- was Clifford Elmo? I think Clifford was Elmo. The voice, no, you mean? Yeah, I think the performer. It, I think yeah, it's the same it performer as Elmo. Yeah, yeah, it might be. And that's without that, getting, and would, that's without getting that into the... Sesame Street and shit, which is technically Muppets too, or used mm-hmm. to be. I guess it isn't anymore, but you know. Or I mean. or God, Fraggle Rock. I mean, come on. Yeah. Okay, let's move on from that. We could do that for like nine hours. We have to. Yeah. Okay. I, I, this is last. And we this, and we would too. This is last call for chat questions. Ramon wants to know which Indiana Jones movie is your favorite. For me, it's one or three. I have never actually watched an Indiana Jones movie start to finish. The fir- the fir- the first and the third one are borderline perfect action adventure films. Yeah, the honestly. the the answer is still one, but yeah, I just revealed. I, I think Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, yeah. one so fucking good. Although I admit I like Connery in three. It it makes things so out of sort and work well. Uh, and then. Are there any products we hope to see announced at the new movie cup? I just want to see shit show up. Honestly. I just, I just want to, I just want to see cool new artwork. Yeah, and I, I just want, I just want the refreshing artwork with new outfits and showing the kids off more, and yeah. that's that's all I want. I don't like, care what I don't care what you do with yeah. the art. Just because, like, because, like, here's the, the thing: there's certain things we can expect. Like, for example, there will be a pop up shop or two. Mm-hmm. There will be a karaoke thing. 
the kitchen car will probably come back. There will be things at theaters. Um, the music cafe does not exist anymore. So give me the graph art stuff. Yeah, there will be something graph art for sure. There will probably, God, there will be so much stuff. I just want it to come out. I want them to release the information in a timely fashion and not what they've did for some of trying Kazuna, which AR will remember when we had Saturday shows where everything would be put together on Friday and I would make sure they had all that AR and May would have all the notes. And then when I would go to bed Friday night, early Saturday, I would message them going, they've announced 10 new things in the last hour. (laughs) Yeah. So that is it for questions. AR, what have you been up to and what shall you be up to? I've been working on convention stuff and I shall be working on convention stuff. I want to go to a convention. Dev, what Wikimon article would you like people to read? Uh, go for Wormmon. He deserves it. Yes, he does. Especially since this is an actual second chance for people to get that dim card, which people missed out on. And I can be found with the will as always. We will catch you guys in a couple weeks. Uh, oh, wait, that two weeks is not when you're not around AR. That's in July. That's my brain. Right. My brain like jumped to an entirely different week. That so, is correct. Yeah, so we will July be 30, July 31st. Yeah, is we, will, we will be here in about two weeks. We will catch you guys later. Bye. 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 Bye.